We are on the air this week, guys. We're on the air. We're, nothing's happened so far. Bob, is everything good? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Cool. Uncle Trevor, can you hear me? I can hear you. There we go. We've got we've got both my co-hosts on the line. This is the Always 100 Podcast live on Blog Talk Radio on blogtalkradio.com. You can find the show on iTunes and also Spotify. So uh, that happened a couple days ago. I uh, tried Spotify Podcast again, and it worked. So uh, the show's on Spotify now. So that's going to be really cool. Uh, starting with this show here tonight. But we got a great show for you all tonight here. Uh, Thursday night football, it's the Giants and the Patriots going on. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that game a little bit. Uh, we'll, we'll tackle six games on the slate um, this week, highlighted really by Kansas City hosting the Houston Texans at 1 o'clock and the 49ers and the Rams in the 4 o'clock game. Uh, two very impressive games. Also, love just one mention before, before we get started. Yes, it is game five. Astros raised. There's a lot of baseball going on. There's a lot of sports. But we, for the next, until kickoff, are focusing solely on football. So let's get right into it, guys. You ready? Ready. Ready. All right. Here we go. Thursday night football. The New York football giants are at my Patriots. The Patriots are favored by a whopping 17 points. The Patriots go to the Giants 2-3. and three. Daniel Jones is the QB. And we all know what Tom Brady represents. Um, here are some of the key injuries before we get to uh, before before we start getting into the game, the Giants are going to be without Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram's out, Gallman Jr.'s out, uh, Saquon Barkley's out. I mean, they're, they are just thin everywhere. So it's going to be crazy to see if they can score any points on us. Um, we're without Rex Burkhead. He's out again. Philip Dorsett's got a hamstring issue. He's out. Um, and then questionable is Jonathan Jones, our corner, for some reason. It's an undisclosed injury. But those are some of the injuries. And let's get into the matchup here. There, there There's really not about here. The Patriots should beat the Giants. They're better than the Giants, Okay. The Giants' secondary is not very good. They work out literally everyone. The Patriots should absolutely blow them out. And don't think that um, don't think that Belichick won't run the score up on them for those two Super Bowls that Eli Manning. Um, this could get ugly tonight. Um, the Giants may get a garbage touchdown, but. Simply put, I'll weigh the 17 and pick the Patriots. Uh, I know we're going to pick games later, but uh, the Patriots win this game going away and go to 6-0. and Bob, your thoughts? Uh, two teams I would rather not even talk about. 
for playing on Thursday night. I mean, I've, I've been sitting here for the last couple hours with uh, NFL Network on. I've watched ESPN, and I'm just so tired of hearing about how great and wonderful Brady is. Ah! And then they were talking about, you know, all the history with the Super Bowls. I'm like, can we just play the game already? <laughs> because I just want to just kind of fast forward past this game. Anyway, I unfortunately feel that Quinn's team will come out and be dominant tonight. Any injuries on the offense to really make a go of it. And the Patriots defense is a lot better than they have been. I don't know if it's the best defense ever under Belichick, but they seem to be pretty good. I don't see them regressing tonight. So I don't think it will be much of a contest tonight. So uh, let's just, uh, Trev, you're up. <laughs> um, the only thing I got to say about this game, Quinn, if, if New England tries to run the score, remember Brady's out there and, and doing it, and he's a target. And maybe he might want to think twice before running the score up with a giant. If he's out there in the game running it up, they, they, they'll, they'll take a shot at him. Yeah, I don't think they'll try. I don't think he'll do it. I mean, nobody's really there from 2011 for the Giants. They're, they're, everyone's gone. And then he was still yeah, on that team sure. from 2011, so there's really no point. Uh, except for Eli Manning, no, well, I don't think so. And he's on he's the bench. Eli yeah, on that exactly. team, but yeah, but he's on the bench, so yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah. this is real, you know, Giants. Giants probably shouldn't even show up. And it's well, just um, you know, yeah. it's it's probably yeah, you'll probably be, show up. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, they have no chance. They, their defense is horrible, and now half their offense is out. And they're playing on a short week on a Thursday night, which is hard for the road team. On the road. Yeah, yeah on I the mean, road, too. I mean, they, it is really they, not they call in talk about, honestly. It's a call-in trick, <laughs> really. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's call, not much to talk about. We, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, I, honestly I'll, be, I'll, be more, I'll be more interested in watching the baseball game in this game. And honestly, like, like who cares? Yeah, this, this game, like, I, I mean, truthfully, the, like the baseball game is going to be more, more of a game. Than the well, Giants we don't know that. Patriots. I mean, well, not well, well. Considering what I saw yesterday, yeah, we don't know that actually. Considering what I saw yesterday, it was unbelievable. But I told, I told Bob, I, I you know, did not, and I talk about baseball like, a lot this show, so. But okay, uh, yeah. It, the the bottom line of this game is the Patriots are just way better than the Giants. We played no one. I take except the Buffalo Bills who are probably going to make the playoffs as a wild card team. But it's it's like who cares? You're supposed to beat the Giants. Wake me up when wake me up when we play Baltimore Sunday night, November third. I don't who care. Cleveland's terrible. I thought I thought Cleveland was actually going to be good. We could talk about that game. Talk about it because if Baker Mayfield can't get out here and throw for more than a hundred yards, there's nothing to talk about with Cleveland. Honestly, they're they're no good. Like 
So the defense isn't very good. They've got injuries all over the place. They can't protect Baker. I mean, so that was the only game in the first half that we got. And Cleveland looks like complete trash every every other week. So as far as I'm concerned with the Patriots, just wake me up. Wake me up in November. And we'll see, we'll see what the Patriots have for us um, at that particular moment and time. All right, we're moving on. Let's start the game preview segment. Um, here's how we're going to do it. There is one, two, three, four, five, six games that we have starred, a couple other games that we thought we, we thought about. Um, the, the six that we got, though, as we talked about, it's Carolina at Tampa in the London game. The marquee game of the week is Houston and Kansas City at 1 o'clock. The second marquee game is Philadelphia at the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, we got that. And we also got New Orleans, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, and then we got the Rams and the 49ers. And then finally, the Monday night game of Green Bay and Detroit, uh, which actually might be a really good Monday night game. So, well, we're, we're coming to you here. We're starting. We'll, we'll start off with you. Uh, Carolina and Tampa Bay, nine thirty Eastern time on the NFL Network on Sunday. Carolina is favored by two. What you think is going to happen in this ball game? The floor is yours. Well, I have to give my little brother some credit. He said that uh, as long as Cam Newton wasn't in the game, that Carolina would win. And so far, I think he's been pretty on point with that. Carolina's looked a lot better, uh, partially because McCaffrey's just been out of his mind balling. I mean, it's been fabulous watching him and his play's really uh, gotten a lot better over the last year. So uh, he stepped in, and he's taken over basically as that leader of the offense and helping out uh, Mr. Allen uh, learn his way around being an NFL quarterback. Uh, plus, you have Greg Olson there. So, I mean, they're looking pretty good. They're actually in contention for the uh, NFC South, and I didn't think they would be at this point. I figured, you know, once Cam went down, that was pretty much it. But, no. That's not it. So uh, they are doing well. And somewhat surprisingly, Tampa Bay is actually doing better than I had anticipated this year. Uh, yeah, they did come down from their high off of winning against the Rams uh, last week, and they end up losing. But I think this will be a really good test for both teams to see just how good they may actually be. Uh, I think they are – probably better than the Falcons now, both of these teams. You know, with Atlanta's now down um, in the cellar in that division. So they are both fighting to potentially win the division. So I think this matchup will be excellent, and I look forward to it on Sunday. Yeah, uh, I think it's going to be a, a pretty good matchup. The, the first game on Thursday night was impressive and started my strength, like, continue my string of futility picking Thursday night games. Um, Carol, I mean, Kristen McCaffrey got stopped at the one-yard line, or Tampa Bay or Carolina would be 5-0 and right now. I mean, that was with Cam Newton. 
Cam Newton overthrowing everybody in the city in the city limits of Charlotte, North Carolina. I mean, it was it was terrible watching him. Okay, but uh, Uncle Trevor, it's your turn. What what do you, what do you got uh, for Carolina and Tampa Bay? Uh, I mean, Carolina right right now will be unbeaten if Cam Newton didn't play those first two games. Carolina has been a good team. They got a good defense. They got a good running game. They're well coached. He's been holding them back, and this guy they got in there right now. I'm not sure how good he is, but he's not. I guess he's not going to cost them any games. And he's going to make plays that he's supposed to make, passes that he's supposed to complete as a pro. And then Carolina would have won the first game with a better quarterback, in my opinion. But, you know, Tampa Bay, you know, they look good against uh, – I'm sorry. They, they didn't look too good last week. They looked great against the Rams, and they slipped against New Orleans. So it's kind of – you don't know what to expect. This is a game in, in, in Europe – I mean, I'm tempted to go with Carolina, but is this Tampa Bay is really play good one week and play so-so the next. And they lost at home to the Giants, then they beat the Rams, and they lose to the Saints. So, I mean, you're going by that logic. I guess they're going to beat Carolina on Sunday. You really don't know what to expect. They're unpredictable. But I do like Carolina. Carolina's a well-coached team, and, and, and I like them. I think right now it's going to be them in New Orleans. With that division, as long as Cam Newton right. is out, if they, if they bring him back, then it's over. <laughs> well, well, at the rate, uh, uh, the rate uh, Kyle Allen's going, I don't think Cam, Cam is going to be back. I don't think Robert. Yeah, you know, this kind of reminds me of uh, kind of reminds Jack me of Prescott my, and yep, Tony yep, Romo. Yep, yep, yep. You took it right out of my mouth. It's sure. It, it sure does. It sure does remind me of Dak and Tony. It really, really does because Tony was the marquee guy and all the millions of dollars and all that good stuff. And Dak Prescott comes up here as a raw rookie and all that. And the Cowboys win, what, 11 straight games? What, what was it, Bob, 11 in a row or 8 in a row? Was yeah, it, it was It was, it was, awesome. it was 11, right? Yeah. It, it was all. Yeah, I mean, like, like, yeah, because they were thirteen the and three for the season. Yeah, well, like eleven straight games, unbelievable. Like that—that that was, yeah, that—that—that that, that kind of reminds me of this. But the difference is that Cowboys team had a terrible defense. Carolina has a good defense, a running back that, as yeah, as y'all said, this dude's just playing out of his mind. See, see, Matt, well, see, what Chris McCaffrey's doing is unbelievable. It really, really is. Like, the guy, every, time, every time I look up, every time I'm in a bar watching a game, watching the games on TV, oh, yeah, C-Mac, touchdown. C-Mac, two, jumped over a guy and somersaulted into the end zone. C-Mac, one-yard run, two, 84-yard touch. I mean, the guy has just been awesome for – the Carolina Panthers, and you know they—they've been talking about during the week that Chris McCaffrey's an MVP candidate, and I didn't think—I didn't think about it because the MVP all, always normally goes to a quarterback, and but the way C-Mac is going, yeah, they probably should be in the running for the MVP award, absolutely. So, um, Tampa Bay. 
Tampa Bay's is inconsistent. Like they were down thirty-one seventeen, but losing to the Saints is not really that's not really a bad thing. You know, I think I think Tampa Bay pretty much showed us what they what they're capable of. The Rams, uh, fifty-five points. I mean, Chris Godwin was catching everything in his path. That guy, talk about a guy who's been unbelievable, Chris Godwin. I mean, have you? I mean, y'all watch that guy? I mean, that guy's walking two touchdowns every week. I mean, he, he's he's been amazing. So, you know, I I I, I think this is going to be one of the best games of the week. I I, I think Carolina's got it though because they're I think their defense is a little bit better. But another person to watch out for. Uh, Shaq Barrett for Tampa Bay, their defensive end. That guy's got nine sacks already this year and five games into the season. He he has made himself a lot, lot, lot of money. So if he can get some pressure on Kyle Allen, he could make it rough for them in London. But um, other than that, I don't think Tampa Bay's got an answer. I don't think Tampa Bay has an answer for C-Mac. And for that uh, reason and that reason alone, I'll go with Carolina uh, in the London game. All right, let's go to the next game on the list. Uh, actually, you know what? We'll save Houston and Kansas City for later. We will do New Orleans and the Jaguars Sunday at 1 o'clock. Uh, I really like this game, and I'll start. I'll start with this one, and I'll get on to Trevor. Um, New Orleans is uh, getting one point on the road against the Jaguars. The Jaguars have been playing really well, um, which kind of begs the question: What's gonna happen? What, what's gonna happen when Nick Foles comes back? If, if Minshew keeps playing this well, because. Jacksonville keeps winning, and they're in these close games, and they're beating teams they shouldn't be beating right now. And you know, I I, I just think that Jacksonville's got a really good defense, and Minshew has done done an adequate job filling in for Nick Foles. Uh, but what the Saints are doing is unbelievable. Um, the Saints are. Three and zero, what the three and zero bus is? Teddy Teddy Bridgewater came in, right there. Yeah, three and zero, right? Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, sounds yeah. about right. Yep. I mean, and, and they're beat, and they're beating good teams too. I mean, you know, you know, your cow, like what you know, we, I know you told me off air you didn't want to talk about your Cowboys, but you know, your Cowboys will be fine. Be, beating them is nothing to sneeze at. Um, you know, you beat the Buccaneers who the week before hung fifty five on the Rams. And then you go to Seattle, which is still not an easy place to play, even if you don't have Richard Sherman and Cam Chancellor on the defensive side of the ball, because Russell Wilson is out here performing magic tricks. You know, so what Teddy Bridgewater is doing and the, and the Saints are doing is unbelievable. I think they're the NFC's best team right now, and uh, they'll, they'll continue uh, that role uh, by. I, I'm leaning toward New Orleans plus the one point Sunday uh, in Jacksonville. Uncle Trevor, it's your turn. Uh, New Orleans, you know, the defense is really what's, what's winning it right now. I know Seattle 
in Dallas. The defense definitely won those games. Teddy Bridgewater is playing game manager, not making mistakes, not not costing them the game, which is his job. He's doing it good. So you gotta give him credit. He's doing he's doing he's doing a backup quarterback job really good. Jacksonville, I mean, I would pick them if they had such dissension with Jalen Ramsey. I, I, I know Jacksonville's defense is as good as it could be because you don't, you don't know what's going on with him. He wants to be traded. Owner's not going to trade him. Losing a, a cover, a shutdown corner, can obliterate a defense. Because so, it's not hard to find a good cornerback in college and NFL. And not having him is going to hurt. I mean, I like Jacksonville's quarterback, but I like New Orleans' defense better. So I, I think New Orleans is going to win. Probably a low, lower scoring game. All right. Uh, lower scoring games. Yep. Go ahead, Mom. Uh, finishes off here on New Orleans and the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, I don't know that I agree with it being a lower scoring game. Uh, I, I think that I believe Jalen Ramsey is going to play for Jacksonville, um, so he'll definitely help that side of the ball. And, you know, New Orleans has a fairly good defense as long as they're not holding people and mugging them and all that stuff. Uh, so I think it's even out probably on the defensive side. But I think the offense uh, of Jacksonville, I think, is a little bit more potent right now with um, – you got Fournette, you have G- DJ Chark, and you have a couple others to help Gardner Minshew the uh, second do well uh, in this game. So I think I don't know. I, I just don't think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think that the defenses are not going to be top of the line this week, and I, I just see the offenses being able to score on them a little bit more than than normal. It's just going to be one of those odd games. I just get that feeling. Uh, and, Quinn, to answer your question, I don't think Nick Foles gets his job back if Gardner Minshew II keeps going the way he goes because he's energized that fan base down in Jacksonville, uh, you know, that whole mustache thing going on. I mean, they seem to really just love that. And I guess he's got a little bit more personality than Nick Foles. So I think all that said, that sort of counteracts the dissension that you know is going on behind the scenes with Jalen Ramsey and Doug Marone and, and the owner, uh, Mr. Khan. So I think uh, Minshew will stay in there, and Nick Foles will come in only if Minshew starts wavering and not you know, playing up to par. Um, but I, I want to say, Teddy, Teddy. I mean, I like Teddy. I didn't want him to beat my boys, but I like Teddy, and I hope he goes that well. And for fantasy football sake, I want him to just keep throwing it to Michael Thomas for touchdowns, and I want Minshew to throw to DJ Chark for touchdowns. So that's another reason why I wanted to open up this weekend. I just wanted this to be 55-54. No defense at all, just a bunch of offense. That would be awesome. Look, look, first of all, we got a lot. You did a lot there. We're going to break it down for me. First of all, Michael Thomas, yes, Michael Thomas, 10, 10 catches, 172 yards, and two touchdowns. Hey, Bob, does that work? Does that work for you? Is that, that, that works good? for me. That, yeah, works that, for that, me. That, that works, right? Okay. Uh, you, the second thing you said, Minshew the second, 
if he keeps playing like this, he's not getting his job back. Well, unfortunately, the Jaguars gave that man $88 million. They, it's not going to be easy to trade that contract. But you know what? If Dallas ain't, if Dallas ain't going to pay Dak, hey, you can trade for him if you want. You, 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 you can get that $22 million on the cap. I mean, instead of the, what, 36 that you're going to have to pay Dak maybe? I don't know. What, what, I mean, 33. Would you, would you, I mean, would you, would you want, would you want Nick Foles on Dallas, bro? Or, do, or do you, like, or I'm what, not convinced what, that Nick Foles is a really great quarterback. I think the Philly system worked well for him, right? I don't know that he's a good quarterback in every system. Because, you know, he really didn't do a lot when he was with Andy Reid out in Kansas City. And he was out of football for a minute, or about to be out of football for a minute. So I think he's a system guy, and I don't know that Dallas has a system that he would need in order to prosper. So let's take a look at yeah. that. Okay, I mean, I mean, because my my thing is, this is going to be a story. This is going to be a thing, um, you know, because you know Nick Foles is supposed to come back in Week Eleven, and if the Jaguars, I mean, the if the Jaguars fall to two and four, I mean, it, it it's going to be tough, even in the AFC, even 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 in the AFC for to, for Jacksonville to make the playoffs. Um, I think they're a good team, though. But the problem is the AFC South is so crazy terrible. Like, all the teams – these teams cannot win games back-to-back-to-back to back to back at any point. None of these teams can. So, I just think if Minshew keeps, keeps them around and wins a lot of these games, I mean, that's why the question I pose, um, that's why I think um, it, it'll be an interesting story because – you know, you pay Nick Foles all this money, and you may have stumbled upon <laughs> your your actual next franchise quarterback, and you can't really can't get rid of the guy that you just gave eighty eight million dollars to. So, it, it, it's something it, it's something to think about for sure. All right, and we will do one more, and then Bob will get your throwback Thursday. And how, how's that sound? Okay, I'm ready to go. All right. All right. Uh, we will. We did uh, just uh, – what do I want to talk about? You know what? We'll talk about the Monday night game. We're going out of order here. We'll talk about Detroit at the Green Bay Packers. Uncle Trevor, we're coming to you here first. Uh, Green Bay is favored by five points Monday night at home against the Detroit Lions. Your thoughts on this game? Detroit all the way. Detroit's at home. After I'm, I'm sure hmm. this is, they had a bye week, so they had Green two Bay's weeks at to home. prepare. Whoa. Detroit was oh, Detroit Green, Green Bay's at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Green Bay's at home. Yeah, Green Bay's at home. Yep, yep. Uh, okay, and that changes everything. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start that over again. <laughs> yeah, I to that. Oh no! Oh get man! Out the dome. Get get Detroit out of the dome. Take a polar bear out out of the snow and put him at put him in the desert. What's going to happen? Bad thing. Detroit is not a good mm. team out of the dome. I was. I mean, Detroit does have that bye week, so I think this game is going to be closer than where it would normally be. 
And, you know, Green Bay is not going to play as well against Dallas. Like, I mean, against Detroit, like you said, against Dallas. They're not going to run the ball in Detroit like they did against Dallas. And Green Bay doesn't have the wow. Adams again. I guess I guess he's doubtful. They're, they're going to have a tougher time scoring against Detroit defense and stat. But this Detroit's offense, you know, is a little shaky to me. I still don't have complete faith in Stafford. So I mean, right right now, Green Bay being at home, I'll get them a slight edge, just because they're at home. I, I just, I, but they're not going to they're not going to treat Detroit the way they treated Dallas. It's not going to happen. No. I don't know. What, I don't know what happened to Dallas defense in that game, but Detroit's defense will put up more of a fight for sure. Oh, yeah. it'll, it'll be right. a closer game. Yep, yep. Well, coming to you, your favorite, your favorite team in green and gold. There, you know, what, what you got to say about Monday night here? Uh, okay, so. Yeah, I don't know what happened to Dallas's defense last week either. Um, Aaron Jones just just ate up our defense. Um, whether or not Detroit puts up more of a fight, I don't know. But I've been counting Detroit out all year, and they've pretty much been proving me wrong pretty much every week. So I'm not going to say that Green Bay is going to blow them out. I think this actually turns out to be a toss-up game. Um, yes, I, I agree with you, Trev, that Detroit doesn't play well outside of the dome, but I don't believe this is going to be one of those uh, ice bowl type of games where the weather is going to be really cold, you know, in early October up there. I, I don't know the forecast, but I'm just suspecting that it won't be quite that cold. So they might be able to be fine uh, weather-wise. It's just, you know, do they have all their parts together to work as a team uh, well enough to beat uh, Rodgers and the rest of the crew. Um, I don't know, uh, Quinn, is uh, Delon- uh, Adams coming back uh, Packers? I, I, haven't, I haven't heard anything on Devontae. I got your weather report. Green Bay, Wisconsin, Monday, uh, high of 47, a low of 35. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, well, maybe I'll kind of – walk that back a little bit. <laughs> that is a little yeah. chilly to be out there. Um, yeah, but I think chilly, all in all, yeah, yeah I, I think Green Bay still has a little bit too much for uh, Detroit. So I, I would say that they would probably you know, pull this one out. Uh, well, here's a couple things on Green Bay. Uh, the Smith, I don't know if they're related for the two Smiths they got, I mean, they are just, they are getting after folks, boy, I'll tell you. So that that's something to watch. Um, I don't think Green Bay's defense is all that great, to be totally honest with you. I just think they, they, they played extremely well against the Dallas Cowboys Sunday to the tune of giving up three points in three and a half quarter, uh, two and a half quarters, okay, and you know, and, and look, I, I told you, I told you guys both this. When you get out here and you give up, uh, you get up here and you you you, you spot Aaron Rodgers, third, you know, 20, a twenty eight point lead, and his running back who owns Texas and owns the Cowboys for some on. 
for for some reason, this guy just owns Dallas. I don't know why, okay? The guy just loves to play the Cowboys, and he shows up every time against Dallas in Texas. It's something you can't explain, but the guy just keep the guy just does it, okay? That's that's what happens. When you when you score four touchdowns, you're not supposed to lose that ball game. That's the way it went for them. Now, as far as concerned, um tough loss to KC. I mean, Detroit really could have won that ball game. I mean, Galladay had two touchdowns and really should have had a third one, to be totally honest with you, because they called one back. And I and and I mean, he was out maybe by what? What'd you say? Like about six inches, maybe? Not maybe not even that much. I mean, he was, he wasn't out by much, but he was his foot was on the white shock. You know, if he was like a size. You know, fourteen. If he wears like a size twelve, he's in. But since he probably wears like a size <laughs> thirteen or fourteen, he was out. I mean, that, that's how close. Matter of inches. Here. I mean, so you know, and then Detroit. I mean, nobody could hang on to the football in Ford Field that day. Detroit had a lot of fumbles, but I tell you what, their defense is their defense is playing pretty good. Uh, Matthew Stafford's playing pretty good. Um, I, I like what he's doing. Uh, Carry on Johnson is nice. I like him too. Uh, but look, the bottom line is Matt Stafford's got to win a big game here. He has proven that he has not done that throughout his career. Um, I'm not sure what his record in primetime games are. If somebody could get that for me, that would be nice. But uh, I know it's not very good. Uh, so, with all those fights and Green Bay's at home, they got a great home field advantage. I, I'll just, I, I'll lead Green Bay in this game. Uh, I'll take the five. I'll, I'll lay the five points with Green Bay Monday night. And green, and despite everything, well, despite that the Lafleur and Aaron Rodgers having a bit of a have a couple of disagreements on national TV, there hasn't been a fist fight yet. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of, that, that's kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 I just can't fight. Get beat up on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Oh goodness! Yeah, I, I just, I, look, I, I don't know, but I, I think the Packers haven't imploded just yet, so you can't. I mean, well, I mean, the Packers and the Saints and Carolina look like the top three teams in the in the in the conference. But unfortunately, Carolina, the Saints is going to be a wild card team, and they'll probably have eleven eleven wins each, both of those teams. So, um, Green Bay is going to be a problem, man. If they, if people want to get to the Super Bowl, unfortunately, right now they haven't imploded just yet. The injury bug apparently hasn't caught up to them just yet, so you're going to have to beat Aaron Rodgers and Lambeau Field in the playoffs. So uh, they're going to continue their amazing start to the season to go to 5-1 and one on the year Monday night. All right, let's take a quick break. Bob, uh, do you want me to read your do – you, do you want me to, want me to read your Absolutely. little yes. spiel here? Absolutely. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, wait a minute. All right, got to get it up here. Um, Ooh, uh, let's 
Got to get it up here. But they, oh, there we go. Got it. We're going to take a break, though. Sorry, that, that, that was, we just messed that up. It's live radio. It happens. Whatever. Um, we're going to get to Throwback Thursday here before we get to the rest of the slate of games and pick them. And Throwback Thursday is brought to you by Mona Hall McKenzie, the, the associate broker at Keller Williams with Preferred Properties. If you are in the market to buy, sell, rent, or invest in residential or commercial real estate in the Maryland, D.C., Virginia, or PA areas, call Mona at 240-883-6683 to get the deal done. Again, folks, that number, 240-883-6683. My mom is really good at what she does, and she would love to help you get your deal done. Call Mona and... uh, You'll, you'll be proud that you did. Uh, and with that being said, it's back Thursday time. You're up. Well, I thank you for the wonderful introduction. And mm-hmm. here we are, another Thursday. And I bet you all cannot guess the theme of this Throwback Thursday. Any guesses? Nope. Well, uh... Houston, Houston, and KC. Eh. Well, you have to tell us. I don't know. There's a Dallas in the Absolutely. Jets. Absolutely. Nope. 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 The theme is the London game. Uh, yes. Yes. I had this for last week, but it actually survived last week, and now we're going to do it this week. So, question number one. What year was the first NFL London game played, and why? And I'll go to Trev first. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I mean, and why? Because they wanted they wanted they wanted money in Europe. I have no idea. <laughs> they wanted the European market, so they moved to, they moved to London to get some more money in London. Like NBA playing in China, probably a bad example going on right now, but I'll bring it up. The first guy, uh, I have, what, 2000? I have no idea. No clue. I don't even know who plays. Maybe, maybe Quinn would know. All right, uh, Quinn, you're up. Uh, well, to answer that question directly, I don't know who played in the first London game. I know a lot of stuff, but I don't know that. Um, the reason being, probably, the, like I Trevor said, it's probably for a money grab and also to expand the NFL's brand uh, in Europe. So that's probably why I would say that. But I could not tell you when the first London game was. It probably was recent, but uh, I couldn't tell you. All righty. So you're sort of on the right track. So the NFL shut down NFL Europe in 2007 and promised to bring an NFL game to London that same year. So, it was a week eight matchup between the Giants and the Dolphins. The, uh, it was actually an exhibition game is what they kind of called it. Um, so, it was 13 to 10, Giants and the Dolphins. So, wow. it was kind of weird. Wow. Uh, that, that is, yeah, that is, that is weird. 2007, okay. huh? Now, here is a bonus Question: What was the name of the international game series 
that were played prior to the NFL Europe games? Uh, I have no idea. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that one. Okay. Either. Okay. So, the American Bowl series had games played in London, Berlin, Barcelona, and Dublin from 1986 through 2005. And there were 40 games total played with the American Bowl. All right. So, that brings me to the next question. Up, Not counting last week, because remember, these are questions from last week. Uh, how many games have been played in London since 2007? Uh, Trev, you go first. <laughs> oh boy, I I don't even know how many I played this year. <laughs> <laughs> I have no Just idea. Just a guess. Uh, uh, forty. Okay, Quinn. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say. What what's that? Twelve years, about uh, twelve, four, four games a year for twelve. Um, I'll go with, I'll go with like forty nine. There have been twenty eight games played in London since two thousand and seven. All right. So, question number three. This is going back to last week again, but what was special about the first game this year in London between Chicago and Oakland? Well, 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 actually the first thing that was special is, well, Chicago didn't have a quarterback and almost won the game, so that's the first special thing. (laughs) Okay. uh, Other than that, I, I couldn't tell you really. I have no idea. There's nothing special about Chicago and Oakland. So I, okay. I well, <laughs> the special part of that game was the location. It was in the Tottenham Hotspun Stadium. And so, so the first two games in London this year will be at uh, the new stadium. And then the last two games will be played back at Wembley Stadium. All right, so coming down to the last few questions. Yeah. Okay, there's only one NFL team that has never played in London. Name that team. And, Quinn, I'm going to you first. Oh, man. Um, uh, Oh, boy. Um, Oh, man. Man, it's some big team. It's got it's got to be somebody like the Browns or something. I I, I don't know. That that seems like a total Cleveland thing because Cleveland's so bad they don't want to embarrass London London people to have to be subjected to that garbage. So, or at least the garbage that was there before Mayfield showed up. So, I'll go with Cleveland. Okay, Trev, what's your pick? New England. Uh-uh. All no. right. So, the Green Bay Packers have never played in London. They are the only Green team. Green Bay? Yes. Hmm. Yes. So, they cite that, that uh, well, they cite it's the home economy um, would take a hit if they don't play one of their home games in uh, Wisconsin. They also cite that 
division opponents won't likely give up a home game because Packer fans travel so well, and they would probably buy up all the tickets over in London. So they don't think well, that any other. That's very true. Uh, they don't think any other division opponent will, you know, want that to happen. So that's, uh, that's their story. They're sticking to it. But uh, apparently. Uh, the NFL and Green Bay are working to try and get them in. They wanted this year didn't happen, so they're hoping that in 2020, Green Bay will be playing in London. And, okay, here is the final question. So, London is part of the NFL International Series. Name the other city in the series and the game that they will host later this year. And Mexico City. Mexico City, for sure. That's, that's okay. an easy one. It's Mexico City. Oh. Good job, Quinn. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I like the catch of the game last year. You're right. Good, 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 good job, Quinn. Yeah, Mexico City for sure. So who's playing this year? Uh, oh, um, that's a big. It's a big game. I, I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I haven't looked it up. I couldn't tell you who's. Who's playing? But I do know it's probably like an ES, like either either CBS has it or um, ESPN will have it on Monday night. I'm not really sure, but um, it's in Mexico City. That's all I know. Trev, do you have a guess? I don't even know they were playing a game there this year, <laughs> so I have no idea. I don't, I don't think I have a guess. <laughs> okay. So, the Week 11 matchup on Monday, November 18th, will feature the Chiefs and the Chargers in Mexico City. So, Quinn, you are a half right on that one. Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, could, could, could you do us a favor and get us a game that actually matters? Who cares? Quinn, Who cares about Quinn, that, game? that was a, Who cares? Quinn, that was a big, that was a big game last year. The Chargers were actually Yeah, but the Chargers stink. The Chargers stink this year. They're losing to the Broncos. Quinn, Pittsburgh is playing on Sunday night. Now, would you put a scrub team like one like Pittsburgh on Sunday night if you knew they were going to be one in four? Of course not. No. Of course not. But they (laughs) can split. Yeah, but they they can flux that out if they want to. You can't flux out. You can't flux out the Monday night games. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, what is NBC <laughs> doing? Why are you showing Pittsburgh in prime time? They must have. They must make Tomlin look bad. That's what it is. Oh, oh they, see, they, see. They want Pittsburgh <laughs> to get blasted on national see. television to make Tomlin look bad. Oh, oh no! Or you, you got you got another solution? Another guess as to why they can flex out of a one and four Pittsburgh uh, team? Well, well, I mean, I'm looking at Rating. the schedule here. Rating. Nobody's watching I mean, Pittsburgh. Pitt- Pittsburgh, no, no, look, nobody's you, watching look, that game. Trent's Tre- an anomaly. Those Steelers Everyone, fans will watch Pittsburgh. They've given up on Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's true. Look, look here. Look, I, I agree with the Trevor, though, but unfortunately, hey, bro, you know they play at that Stub Hub Center in, 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 in Carson, California. How much you want to bet there's 25,000 people, 20,000 of them are going to be wearing black and gold and wearing terrible towels? How much you want to bet? I'm not betting you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, who cares? That, that's Sunday night game. Pittsburgh fans. Pittsburgh fans. Mexico City. 
That, that I mean, that Mexico City game is absolute garbage. Who cares? Like, that's just that, – Patrick Mahomes is going to throw for 500 yards that game. Stop. Who cares, honestly? <laughs> what a terrible game. Like, I mean, could, could you have made, like, the Eagles and the Cowboys on – like, can you make that the Mexico City game actually gets to give people something to watch and tune into? Like, <laughs> you understand what when? I'm saying? Like, it, who would yeah. who would give up their home field for that game? Would Dallas want you up their home field for that game or Philly? See, the Chargers don't have a home field. Yeah. No one no one yeah, cares about true. them in LA. They don't even know a team that's in LA. True. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's a hard point there. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, a, that's a good point there, but I didn't think about that. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> oh boy. That is fantastic. All right, guys, that was Throwback Thursday presented by my wonderful Bob Mona, the associate broker at Keller Williams. Once again, call Mona at 240-883-6683. If you need real estate questions or you want to get a deal, um, my mom will take care of you. She's a hard worker. She wants to help people, and she'll get the job done for you. Give her a call at that number if you have a real estate deal that you want uh, mom's help on. The Always 100 podcast is live tonight on Blog Talk Radio and blogtalkradio.com. The host call-in number is always there for you at 347-857-4368, 347-857-4368. Live with my Uncle Trevor and my mom, Mona, on Blog Talk Radio. Find the show on iTunes at Always 100 Podcast and on Spotify starting tonight. Spotify Podcast, y'all. Man got it, man got it, got it done, finally. Um, it took about six weeks too long, but you know, thank y'all. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you very much. I appreciate it. It's a big step for us. Good, um, good job. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the next steps are probably going to be Patreon, get that set up so I can start having a stream of income there, more sponsorships, and Mom gave me a great idea that we're probably going to, you know, probably spend half of tomorrow uh, figuring out a Wix.com site uh, so we can have, like, an exclusive page for all of the all, all the podcast website stuff. So we'll have, like, Twitter account, maybe Twitter, I'm not sure. I I might get off Twitter at some point, but uh, maybe for the show we'll have a Twitter account, definitely Instagram. So still a lot to improve on, but uh, being on Spotify is a very big step uh, in this process, and I'm very thankful for that. Let's get back on. Let's get back to these game previews. Mine was a great throwback Thursday, and glad we got to do it. Uh, let's get back to these game pre- previews here. Let's games here. We're leading to the kickoff of the Giants and the New England Patriots from from Gillette Stadium at 8:20 Eastern Time, and we will continue with the preview segment and talk about the Los Angeles Rams hosting the San Francisco 49ers Sunday at four o'clock. That's the mark. Well. Yeah, that's the marquee four o'clock game because Dallas and the Jets. Uh, no, who cares? Dallas and the Jets. Who cares? So, 
I was That's why I didn't want to talk about here. Dallas. Not because I was mad. It's because, like, I don't expect it to be much of a game, so. Well, yeah, that's fine. I mean, we'll, we'll pick we'll pick that game. We'll pick that game later on. Uh, so, you know, we'll pick that game a little bit later. But Uncle Trevor, start us off here. San Francisco visiting the L.A. Rams. The Rams are favored by three and a half points. And you go. So basically, Las Vegas is saying that it's a toss-up. The home team gets three points. The only the biggest thing the Rams have in their favor is the 49ers played on Monday night. And, you know, it's going to, it, they're going on the road to LA, so that's that's the biggest thing the Rams have in their favor. The 49ers are a very physical team on defense. They have a very good offensive coordinator who's their head coach. They can run the ball. I guess they ran the ball like crazy on Monday night. They have good receivers. I think they, the right tackle, I think, is hurt without this game in the tight end, if I'm not mistaken. The quarterback is questionable. I do not trust the quarterback. I think he might actually be the weak link on that team. And they're already unbeaten. But some of the things that he does on the field, I question sometimes. I, I, and golf is the same way. Golf makes some mistakes out there on the field. And Todd Gurley, I guess, is... I guess he'll never be the same as what we saw in the past in the past several years. I guess the knee injuries or whatever he has is going to permanently slow him down, so he won't be the workhorse anymore. These are this is the game between two good offensive minds, and um, I don't know. I, I go, I'll go with the Rams. I think once Aaron Donald hits Garoppolo, I think I think you're going to see a change in the way he plays. He's going to start making. A, He's gonna start making mistakes out there. And I think he's going he's going he's the X factor. If he plays average, Fortnite is gonna win. But I think I think he's gonna make mistakes. I think the Rams are gonna take advantage of it and they're gonna win. All right, Bob, you you go you go ahead. Uh what were your thoughts on the Rams and the forty niners Sunday at four oh five? So, uh, Trev, you're not feeling the pretty boy, huh? I think he's the weakest link. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I think yeah. uh, Quinn would probably disagree with you. Uh, well, well, well uh, I, I don't know. I don't like Jimmy G a whole actually, lot, but, yeah. I actually think that Nick Mullins is a better quarterback than Garoppolo. Um, That's just my, my personal opinion. Uh, I think Garoppolo is one of those quarterbacks who didn't play a lot that ended up just getting this huge contract because, oh, well, he was Tom Brady's understudy and he played under Belichick, so he's got to be pretty good. And that, they were making a lot of assumptions. But they actually already have a really good quarterback in Nick Mullins on their team. So we'll see what happens uh, overall. But San Francisco is actually playing really well. I did not anticipate them being 4-0. Uh, so I'm very surprised that you know, they're really keeping pace in the NFC West right now because I'm thinking this is going to be a, still a building year for them. But, no, they're actually you know, playing well, playing aggressive. Uh, Richard Sherman has got the uh, defense fired up, uh, although – are they really that good, or is Cleveland really that bad? It's hard to really say. 
exactly how good the San Francisco defense is. But uh, all in all, I, I do agree with Trevor where he said it's going to be a, a good uh, offensive and just a coaching matchup, a lot of chess playing. But um, I think that the Rams have the better defense if the defense shows up. Uh, I don't remember which game it was earlier this year that the Rams defense just – oh, it's Tampa Bay. They yep, they did yep, not Tampa show up yep. at all. Right. Now, God, it could have been that they just looked past – well, they could have just looked past Tampa Bay and just got shell-shocked, and they just couldn't, you know, regain their composure enough to, you know, rein in Jameis Winston. But uh, I don't anticipate that happening again this season because they were just thoroughly embarrassed on the defensive side. So I don't anticipate – Aaron Donald letting that happen again um, and some of his other compadres, Marcus Peters, Aleem Tlaib, Aqib Tlaib, and some others. So uh, all that said, I believe that San Francisco is going to win this, though, because um, they are at home. I'm, no, I'm sorry. The Rams are at home. Let me, let me backtrack. I think the Rams are going to win because they're at home, uh, even though Todd Gurley probably won't play. Um, there was just a report out that, unbeknownst to the uh, team, Gurley just didn't practice yesterday. So he's got some kind of ailment again. So he's questionable to play on Sunday. So we'll see what, what? happens. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know what's happening there. Uh, so all that said, though, I, I do think the Rams still have enough on their offense and defense to pull this out. So then it's going to be uh, a Rams victory at home. This Todd Gurley thing just—I mean, this is ridiculous. I, I just—you get—you gave this guy fifty-two, what fifty or forty-five million guaranteed dollars, and this dude can't stay healthy one time ever. Like it, this is this is amazing, honestly, to me. I, I'm just—I. I, because you're gonna have to move on. You're paying a guy. You're paying a guy all that money that can't stay on the field. Um. Wow. Look here. Uh, Jared Goff. Jared Goff's not in prime time, so he'll he'll do well. Um. Okay. Because I, I'm just not sure. Jared Goff last Thursday was. I mean, he threw for a bunch of yards, but he he didn't. I mean. He was lucky he had Gerald Everett. He would, he would have played terrible. I mean, I, I just didn't like the way Goff played. Uh, but he turned it on late, and they they almost won that game. Greg, Greg the leg cost me cost me there big time. I thought Greg the leg was going to come through for me, but he just missed it to the right by a couple inches, and that's why I get my first win of the season on Thursday night football. So I was very happy about that. Um, so, you know, that, that's something to, that, that's something to look forward to, but I, I'm really liking what the 49ers are doing. I really, really am. They're playing defense. They can run the ball. Nick Bosa's all over the place. Richard Sherman's intercepting passes again. Okay. Richard Sherman's still talking smack to people because he's like, Baker Mayfield doing this, doing that. He don't like Baker Mayfield for some reason. Yeah, well, he was straight wrong, though. 
Sherman was straight wrong. Yeah, he man. was wrong. Yep, yep, his hand. He sure was. Yeah, that was wrong. Yeah, that that was just that, that's wrong, and he shouldn't he should have never have said that because that he he just impugned that guy's integrity like that, and I, I didn't I didn't think that was cool, uh, by any means. I, that that was not right for for Richard to do that, and he's bigger than that because you know. Yeah, you don't have to be buddy buddy with the guy, but I mean, you can't lie to the man. You can't just look at the man right in the face and say he didn't shake my hand when clearly this dude stuck his hand out and shook your hand, dude. Like that's just that's wrong. You can't do stuff like that. And I think Richard Sherman knows that that he can't do stuff like that. So it was just that. That's just not that. That that wasn't a good look at all for him. When um, he's he's not bigger yeah. than that. That's that's who he's he is. not. No, okay. that's exactly who he is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how been in Seattle. I think Agreed. The playoff game, playoff game back in 2012. I guess when the Red Crabtree. No, yeah, the lay him out. Yeah, Sherman's been mm. like that his whole career. So that's no surprise. Yeah, that's on. just. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's. That's just really unfortunate that 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 happened to Baker Mayfield. I mean, you can like Baker or not, but you don't. You know, he he always take, he takes enough shots already, and he he does it to himself, no question about it. But you know that that's just not fair to him to do something like that. But that being said, I mean, we gotta ask ourselves a question: Are the Forty ers actually good? I I don't know if the Forty ers are good or they're just playing. Bad teams, and they're just beating the who's in front of them. I don't know because you're three and zero against the AFC North, you know. So I, I'm not really sure. That division is just a trash division. Baltimore's gonna win that division by default, I guess. Um, so um, I, I don't know if the Forty ers are good, but I, I tell you what, they keep playing deep like that. They'll, they'll 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 be a factor in the in a very loaded NFC. I'll tell you that much. So it, it'd be a, a, be interesting to see. And on the Rams side, it's very simple to me. Aaron Donald, could, could you remind us why you're, why you're making $21 million a year? I mean, could you sack somebody, please? I mean, you're, you're, you're the best defensive player in the league that I, I've seen in a while. Like, that guy is amazing. Like, he is, he's great. But, like, Aaron Donald, where are you? There's an APB out for you, buddy. You know we know we know you're awesome, but you know, hey, but does Aaron Donald have a sack this year? I don't know if he has a sack yet. Um, he may so, have one or two. He's not been very prolific this year so far. I mean, he's just he just hasn't been very good. I'm just not. I'm just not sure. We we need to. We we just gotta see a little. We just gotta see more. Scott Quinn and yeah, yeah. Double a, a lineman can always be double teamed. Got to remember that. That's you true. want to shut down yep. a, a lineman or a pass rusher, you double team them every time and take them out of it. It's very easy. That's very true. Now when you, yeah, that's when very you true. do that, yeah. you, need, you need to have teammates to take advantage of that, and that's what he doesn't have. That's the problem. Hurt. Like I, I would never yeah, let the guy the Bears dominate me. The guy from the Bears open straight. I would never let him dominate the game. I would double team him every time. Right. 
That's that's very, very true. Like that, that point is nice. Yeah, I like that point. Yeah, I like that point. So, uh, yeah, I, you know, this is going to be one of those things, man. I, I'm excited to see this game because the fort if the Forty Niners win this game, they can really actually show everybody that they are for real. And you know, I, I want I want to see Jimmy G do well, man. I really like that guy. So, you know, I want I want to see him do well. He's yeah, so. Uh, this is a big game for the 49ers. They can uh, really prove to everybody that they're for real. And, I, and I'm very excited to see what's going to happen. But um, I, 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 the Rams are at home. I, I'll, 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 I think I'll lean toward uh, Los Angeles in this ballgame. Hey, just uh, so I can uh, wrap this up for you, Quinn, Aaron Donald has uh, one sack this year so far. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we – yeah, I gonna need a little bit more than that, man. I, we just we just are. I, I he he is great, man. He 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 just needs we need a little bit more than that. All right, couple more games here, and we will about we're about ten minutes away to kick off here in Gillette Stadium. We're ten minutes away, so after this ball game here that we talk about, uh, we're talking about Philadelphia at the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, just. After we do this game, we'll give our picks uh, for Thursday night football. I don't I actually think this is much of a discussion, but uh, we'll pick it anyway after this game. So, Bob, coming to you because this game has got some importance to you. Are you going to be a Kirk Cousins fan or what? I mean, what, what, what's going to happen here? You, you wouldn't? Are you rooting for the Vikings here or what? Or I mean, because because you need Philadelphia to lose at some point. Um, well, what are your thoughts here? Minnesota's favored by three Sunday uh, at one o'clock against the Philadelphia Eagles. The floor is yours. I believe in Captain Kirk, if only for one game. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy they're playing in the Dome and not in Philly, because if it was in Philly, that's a wrap. They definitely would lose. Uh, but I'm thinking that Kirk is tired of people talking badly about him like I've done all year. Uh, he's tired of Adam Thielen getting on his case. Stephon Diggs wanting to be traded because of him. So I think he's trying to get his act together. But the best part is that it's not a primetime game. So since it's not a primetime game, it's being played at 1 o'clock, they really do have a chance of winning. So I really and truly – I'm going to be a Vikings fan on Sunday. Uh, Trevor, what are your thoughts there on uh, what are your thoughts there? This is um very, very um evenly matched game. So, I mean, Minnesota does have a good defense. I guess they do. I mean, the defense is not bad. It shut the Giants down last week. They shut Chicago down two weeks ago as well. So they have a good defense. They can you know, they have a good running game. Passing game, I guess, is still a question mark as far as being consistent. And, you know, the Eagles is a good team. The Eagles are a confident team. They're Super Bowl champions, two years removed. They they know they can beat anybody. And that's why they're, they're going to be in every game. We're going to Green Bay and beating Green Bay on their home field. Not many teams can do that. So they can definitely beat Minnesota on their home field. And Philly has, what, 10 days 
to prepare for Minnesota. They had to play on Thursday night, so they have a, a ten game, ten days to get ready for them. I this is going to come down to the, to the fourth last two minutes, I believe. This is a very evenly matched team, and I mean I would go with Philadelphia, but in the clutch, I would trust Carson Wentz over Kirk Cousins, hundred percent of the time. Sorry, Kirk, I can't. You no, know, I have no faith in you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I agree with Uncle Trevor. I I hate I. Uh, everybody knows why. Look, everybody knows I don't like Philadelphia for for that. You know that absolute atrocity of a game in February of 2018. Everybody knows my feelings for for, for that game here. Um, but hey, hey, bro. At least Carson Wentz is doing a, a, a very Prescottian sort of thing, throwing for 160 yards, at least before Dak decided that he knew how to throw and, and, and threw for 400 yards. Dak, Dak's doing the, the reverse of what Carson Wentz used to do. So, I mean, this dude throwing for 160 yards. Three touch, I mean, but what, but when you throw three touchdowns and zero interceptions, 160 yards is just fine. But – I mean, what Philadelphia faced the Jets with the Jets have no one. Okay, I, I'm sorry, like you're supposed to beat the Jets. Okay, who cares, Philadelphia? Like, no, no one gives a crap that you beat the Jets by 25 points because you're supposed to. Okay, Quinn? Minnesota's a competent team. Yeah. Oh, yes. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Something happening. There's a game we played on Sunday, so I wouldn't say that too quick. Right. The Jets may surprise some people on Sunday. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. We're, we're gonna pick. Hey, I know where you live. This but... game in about in, in a couple minutes here, but I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, the the defense is fine. I like the defense, but the offense is like, eh. I mean. Are we sure Sam Darnold's spleen's going to be intact? Okay, then. So if, we, if you can't give me an answer to that, I'm not really sure what, what the Jets have. Okay? So there's that. Um, Minnesota, despite all their troubles, they're only one game out of first place. I mean, I don't think people understand that. They're literally one game out of first. So, like, you know, this team is going to be around right, right to the end here. Uh, they they play defense. They run the football because Dalvin Cook's a bad bro, man. I like Dalvin Cook a lot. And yes, I told you that Kirk Cousins said he's tired of y'all talking bad about him. He tired. He says he's tired of y'all talking trash to him. He says he's tired of it, and he's going he's gonna to do something about it. And I like what he did against the Giants. I understand it's against the Giants, but, hey, the way Kirk Cousins played the week before against the Bears, I mean, you got to celebrate that. Over 300 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, 130 of those yards to Adam Thielen on seven catches, guy making circus catches everywhere. And, you know, so, I mean, if Kirk, if Kirk hey, keeps doing that – yeah, yeah. I think Thielen and Captain Kirk 
had that fight that you wanted Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers to have. I think those two had to fight, and that's why Kirk is wait, wait, better. Wait, wait, but, 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 but the Stephon Diggs get, get – was it a two-on-one handicap match or what? Because Stephon Diggs had to be in the fight too. Yeah. Because Kirk Cousins wanted to fight Stephon Diggs for talking bad about him. Because <laughs> Adam Thiel wanted to fight Cousins, and Cousins wanted to fight Stephon Diggs, so all that is is a triple threat matchup is what it is. That's a triple threat <laughs> football is what you're telling me. So they, they had a triple yeah, they yeah. had a triple threat, free for all, and Mike Zimmer was the referee. There you go. Go. Whatever it uh, so takes who won? to get back on track. Wait, wait, so who so who won the fight though? That's the thing. Who who won the fight? <laughs> who won the fight thing? Did they all just get go go lock themselves in the room and beat the crap out of each other? Is that what happened? I don't know. I mean I know cousin can't fight though. Cousin, cousin like yeah, people. I'm not sure if cousin can fight. Adam Thielen, you know Adam Thielen about that smoke though. Adam Thielen about that like he took he probably took his helmet and smashed cousin over the head with it like it was a steel chair in WWE. Okay, <laughs> so understand what I'm saying? So you know what I mean? Like oh man, uh, I I don't know to pick in this game. The spread is three. I don't know. I. Uh, I, I don't know. This, this game is going to be tough. I'm having a tough time picking this game, but uh, for your sake, Bob, you better hope you better hope Adam Thiel locks Cousins in the room again and, and smacks some sense into into him before they walk up, off the field. Because if you think it's going to be a close game and Cousins has got to do something productive, well, well, <laughs> we we've kind of seen all, see yeah, all that. It, that's yeah, yeah, it can't really come good. down to that. It can't come down to a nail biter. But you know it's going to. But but you know it's going. I'm not putting that out there. Nope. 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 All right. All right. (laughs) One more game. The marquee game on the schedule here. Uh, Well, actually, before we do that, let's just pick this uh, Giants Patriots game. The Patriots are favored by 17. I hate the Giants. Go Pats. Just beat the hell out of the Giants and put them out of their misery. Patriots minus seventeen. Mom, your your pick. Patriots. Uncle Trevor making a clean sweep here. New England. Okay, cool. So we got that pick out of the way. Houston and Kansas City. Here we go. Let's talk about this game really quick. I'll start here. I got Patrick Mahomes in fantasy. Uh he's limping around and bopping around and he got beat up against the Colts and all that stuff and Props to the Colts for going into Arrowhead and just beating the brakes off them. I mean, they really did. They really did a good job just beating, just running the football, doing a really good job of neutralizing uh, Patrick Mahomes and and the Chiefs and all that. So, uh, but here's the thing, Bob, Uncle um, Trevor, I, I uh, y- y'all y'all know the Chiefs Chiefs are supposed to play defense and their defense is still terrible. Did y'all know that? <laughs> the defense still stinks. They, they, they still stink. I mean, they, they changed the defensive coordinator and got worse. How, how the hell is that possible? You got worse. <laughs> you stink. You can't stop the run ever. You can't stop people. What, so what do you, you think Sonny Michelle is going to do? What do you think James White's going to do against the Latin Chiefs defense? You couldn't stop some dude named Marlon. Some dude named Marlon Mack. So what do you think Sonny Michelle is going to do? 
or or, or who who else they play this year? Who what uh they uh who they play the NFC East? No, they don't play the NFC East, I don't think. The point being, Wild Kansas City, you play any my new defense, you're going to the Super Bowl, man. But you you can't you can't cut you can't stop the run, and the the Colts defense made sure you couldn't run the ball because on fourth and one y'all decided it would be a great idea to run it just terms. That'd be a great idea. Down thirteen, hey, go run right right to ninety and white. That's a great idea. I mean, just 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 an infuriating game to watch. Kansas City bounces back, though. They're on Arrowhead Stadium's unbelievable place to play. And unfortunately, Deshaun Watson is. Hey, Quinn, we can't hear you. You're in and out. You're, you're in oh, and out. We can't can, hear you. Can you all hear me now? Can you hear me now? You hear me? Yeah, that's better. A little. That's better. It's better. Yeah, okay. All right. Sorry about that. Sorry. Thanks, Indy. Now, I might be moving the phone here because I'm getting a little riled up. Uh, bottom line is we got we got to pick these games here. But bottom line, I got Kansas City Sunday. Uh, Mom, you go, and we'll have a trouble and go, and then we'll pick. Okay, uh, I'll I'll just recount a conversation I heard on ESPN today that some of the pundits felt had Deshaun Watson been put in Patrick Mahomes' position, he'd be the MVP of the league right now instead of Patrick Mahomes. So the question is, is Mahomes just a one-hit wonder, one-year wonder, or is he, you know, good as they say, and Deshaun Watson is good too? So I don't, I don't know which one it is, but right now it just looks like Mahomes is just far and above uh, better than Deshaun Watson. Deshaun, you know, makes some questionable selections as far as his passing and, you know, standing there and taking too many sacks and getting hit and everything else and running and getting hit out in the open field. Um, Mahomes doesn't really do that as much. So it's coming down to these two quarterbacks. Who is the better quarterback for this game? So I believe that because the game is in Kansas City, we will see that Mahomes is actually the better quarterback hobbling on the field and all. I think even being hurt, He's still better um, leader for that team than Deshaun's going to end up being for Houston. So I think Kansas City will win this weekend. Cool. Uncle Trevor finishes off, and uh, we've got about a little less than 11 minutes to go. So he uh, finishes off here. And Sony Michelle just got a big, uh, little big play here on second and six, and we're we're moving the ball already against the Giants. Uncle Trevor, you finish this off here. Kansas City, I mean, how many points did the Colts score last week against Kansas City? Do you, do, uh, do you remember? Nineteen. I think. I think. Now, I think it was. Yeah. Now, for a defense that is that bad, they held the Colts to nineteen points. Nine, your whole team to nineteen points, nobody should win. So Kansas City's defense didn't play that bad. They lost last week because of the offense. Kansas City has a lot of injuries on their offense. And last week they caught up to them. Last week they finally caught up to them, even the quarterback being hurt, receivers being hurt, running backs being hurt. Finally last week they caught up. At some point you can't keep 
God keeps having guys get hurt, replacing them, and not and not missing a beat. And I'm not sure what the injury status is this week, but that's what happened to Kansas City last week. One of the reasons, anyway, is that they defined, the injuries finally caught up with that. It wasn't really the defense. Defense, I think, is doing better this year. I mean, last last year they were just horrible. I mean, they were just they were just. I mean, that was just embarrassing. They, 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 they last still year. stink. They, they still stink. Uh, I'm sorry. Nineteen points. They, they nineteen points. Yeah, yeah. Nineteen points. Not defense. bad. I understand, uh-huh. but the rush defense—they allow like five point four yards a carry. I mean, well, uh, stop! I mean, five point four yards a carry. Mostly, they, they can't City, stop normally, anyone. Normally, Kansas City gets ahead, and their team stop running the ball because they got to catch up. But nobody does. Oh, that's true. Scoring. Yeah, so that's what that's what happened. So as far as far as um, Mahomes and Watson, Andy Reid can make any quarterback look good. He's always done that. He's made every quarterback in Philly he had look good, probably look better than what they really are. He's done it in Kansas City. And I'm not sure about Houston. I don't think Bill O'Brien is on Andy um, Reid's level. So I don't think Watson will be as good as Mahomes. Watson is good. I think Mahomes is a better passer, slightly, more, more consistent passer. But Watson is good, too. As far as the game, I mean, right now, right now i got to take Kansas City only because I don't think Houston's defense is going to be able to stop Kansas City. Houston's defense shows up and holds them to maybe 21 points, and then Houston will win. I don't see that happening. But Kansas City. All right. Well, that's, uh, that, that's, that's another week of the game preview segment. And before we pick, it's fourth and one. We hand the ball to Sonny Michelle, and he didn't make it. He didn't make it. He he didn't make it. We hand the ball off to Sony, and Sony is about a couple inches short of the first down. So that's a good way to spoil our drive there and and just disgust me already. So fourth and one, <laughs> couldn't, couldn't get it. Couldn't, couldn't get it on fourth and one. Unbelievable. Okay. All right, before I start saying four-letter words, let, let's, let's pick uh, let's pick this pick these games here. It's time for pick them. Uh, bad ending for me. That Kayla won last week. I was in contention, and then I got out here and just every late game got out here and just just missed all of them. Just 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 in a complete abomination on my part in the late games, and. Uh, and uh, as I expected, we're a couple inches short. Sony gets stuffed on fourth and one. Let's pick these games here. Sunday, 930, Carolina at Tampa Bay. I've got Carolina minus two. Mom, who do you have? Whew. I think this is a toss-up game. I am, though, going to pick uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay plus the points, and that's Trevor. Carolina. All right. Seattle is at the fighting Baker Mayfield. And literally, they might be fighting if they don't win this game. <laughs> um, Seattle's favored by one and a half. I, I, I'm not – I, I'm not really sure if I want to make this my lock of the week already, but uh, give me Seattle. I, I don't care if they're coming for the West Coast. Seattle's just better. Give me the Seahawks minus one and a half. 
I'll go Toronto. Cleveland. Cleveland Ooh. and Buff. Wow. Ooh. Wow. Seattle. Seattle. Oh, my. Yeah. Uh, I'll take uh, Kansas City minus five against Houston. Houston may cover, though. It's going to be like a – Houston, take it, well, if you're – if I was betting on it, I might take Houston plus the points, but because um, I just don't trust the defense like that uh, for Kansas City. But uh, Houston, Mahomes is just going to outdo Deshaun Watson. Give me Houston. Uh, give me uh, Kansas City minus five. Mo, who do you have? I am picking Kansas City. Uncle Trevor? Kansas City. Kansas City? All right, guys, I, I'm sorry to do this to you, but um, for, for courtesy's sake, we, 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 have, to, we have to pick the, the Redskins at the Miami Dolphins. I, 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 don't, I don't want to pick it, but uh, it's on the slate, and it's a game, and we have to pick it. So, Bob, who do you have? Redskins at the Miami Dolphins. The Redskins favored by three and a half. Miami will get their first win of the season. Wow. Oh, uh, Lord. Uh, Uncle Trevor, who do you have? Miami by three touchdowns. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Okay. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, um, okay. It, it, it'll be amazing if if, if, the, if these two even have three touchdowns between them. Um, I think Miami's better than you're giving them credit for. No, no, no. I actually they're not. But okay, but, um, they're 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 really not. But um, sure, Bob, I'll I'll take your word for it. Uh, give we'll me yeah. the the Redskins are so bad. I I I'm gonna have to pick the Dolphins by default. I don't know. You're gonna be on the wrong end of this game any way you slice it. So I'll take the Dolphins plus the three and a hook and prepare to be wrong about that game. A game that actually matters uh, on Sunday, the Philadelphia Eagles are at the Minnesota Vikings. Uncle Trevor, who do you have? Vikings favored by three. Philadelphia. Philly? Mom? Minnesota. Minnesota, and I'll, I'll take Philadelphia plus three Sunday. I'll take Philly. New Orleans at the Jaguars, Sunday at 1 o'clock. I will take New Orleans plus the point, and I'm not sure if I want, I, I want to lock that in just yet either. But I really like New Orleans plus the point here. Uh, I'm going to turn over. Who do you have? New Orleans. And Bob? Well, Teddy won't have – his home crowd, so I'm going with Jacksonville. No, no, no. I, actually, there, there might be more Saints fans there, actually, by the way I think. I think Hudak Nation kind of – I think they travel pretty good. So, I, I think there might be a lot of Saints fans in Jacksonville. It's not that far. Oh, it, New Orleans, how's far, how far is New Orleans from Jacksonville? Not as far. It's not a drive. You have to fly. You have to fly? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. far. Okay. Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a little bit further. I I think they'll, they'll, Saints fans will show up. Um, probably a 40% Saints fans. So, uh, But we all, you picked Jacksonville, Ma? I did. All right. 
uh, the the awful Cincinnati Bengals are at the Baltimore Ravens, who whose defense is actually not who, whose defense is actually not very good, actually, but they're they're way better than Cincinnati. Give me the Ravens minus eleven. Uh, Bob, Bob, who do you have? Ravens. And Uncle Trevor. Baltimore. San Francisco at the Los Angeles Rams, Sunday at 4.05. Mom, who do you have here? I have the Rams. Uncle Trevor. Rams. Uh, make it a clean sweep. I'll take I'll take the Rams, and if, if the 49ers win, I will give them their credit where credit is due in an absolutely horrible game that we still have to pick. Unfortunately, the Atlanta Falcons, who are awful, play the Arizona Cardinals, who are more awful. Um, <laughs> uh, if anybody's got an idea of who's going to win this game, let me know, because I, I have no idea. Um, Uncle Trevor, do you have an idea? Where is this game being played? Arizona? Arizona. Arizona, yep. yep. I think Atlanta. You said all that and just end up picking Atlanta anyway. <laughs> well, well, who, who are you picking? Oh, man, this is a true toss-up. I, I don't know. I was actually leaning towards Atlanta as well, so I'm going to pick Atlanta. Um, I, I, I'm going with I'm going with Kyler here. Atlanta stinks. I mean, they 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 stink really. Like honestly, um, and if Dan Quinn. Lo- if Atlanta loses, Dan Quinn's getting fired uh, after the game. So that, that's my bold prediction. Uh, Tennessee is at the Denver Broncos Sunday at 425. I'll take the Broncos minus two and a half. Uh, Uncle Trevor, who are you picking? Is Tennessee at Denver? At mm. Denver, yep. Wow, it's a toss-up. I have no idea. I don't know. Huh. I'll pick Tennessee. Tennessee, and Bob, who do you have? Yeah, I'm picking Tennessee also. All right, Mom, your Cowboys are at the New York Jets in the 4 o'clock marquee game. So, Sunday Why in, do you say marquee? New York City. It is not a marquee well, game. Well, because not, not a marquee game. That's going to be on. That's the game that's going to be on TV, like America's Game of the Week. That's the game that's going to be on TV. So, yeah, you know, you're going to get the A team and everything, so that's the, that's why I say it's a marquee game. It's really not. Your, your Cowboys are favored by seven and a half. As Tom gets sacked here on first and ten, uh, going back to the game, uh, you're, you got your Cowboys getting it done or what? What's happening here? Yeah, they're they're getting it done, but they better not look past the Jets looking towards Philly. That's all I have to say. Uh, Uncle Trevor, who do you have? Upset special of the year. Oh, you know what? <laughs> New York Jets. Uh, give me – I like, honestly, if the Jets had more people, I might take the Jets plus the points, but I, I'm, I'm not doing that. I, I'll take the – I'll take Dallas minus seven and a half. Sunday night, um, the Chargers and the Steelers, who cares, P.U. I'm observer, who do you have? <laughs> The Chargers eleven to ten. <laughs> Mom, who do you have? I mean, how do you follow that? 11 to 10. I mean, 
Okay. I actually am going to pick Pittsburgh. Um, is Mason Rudolph playing? Because because they they play well, with some shouldn't. guy I never heard. Of. All right, well, yeah. I I don't know. Are they playing with that dude that none of us have ever heard of yet? Because I I never I heard of this dude. So I have no idea. Uh, they I, have. I don't know they either. can't put Mason Rudolph back out there. He he got just his bell rung. I mean, he was out uh, falling to the ground. He can't be out there playing I, this week. I I don't know. I, I, Give me the Chargers by default. It might, and look, it might be eleven to ten because I, I, the Chargers stink. They're they're, they're stinking the joint up seriously. So uh, I, I'm picking the Chargers by default, but the Steelers will probably cover the seven, and that leads us to Monday night, Detroit at Green Bay. Bob, your, your other favorite team here. Who, who do you have in this ball game here? I'm picking Green Bay begrudgingly. Uh, other Trevor, who do you have? Green Bay. And we'll make it sweet. Green Bay. All right. So that ends the show. That's a new that's an always one hundred podcast. Actually it's gonna be put up this week. Like like the the, the feed works and like we got to talk and yeah, I was fading in and out a couple times, but you know what? That's live radio what happens. But anyway, uh find the show on iTunes, at Always 100 Podcast, and on Spotify. Yes, that's the new uh, announcement that I have, and uh, we'll we'll figure out Patreon, and we'll figure out um, a website, hopefully, for, for next week's show, uh, and then uh, hopefully get started with some business cards here. On Vistaprint, just very thankful, th- taking steps to make this show great. Thank you, Uncle Trevor, for joining us. Mom, thank you as always. We're signing off here. Baseball is on. The last time I checked, it was 4-1 to one Houston. The game is on. Let's go pick some winners and enjoy some football, folks. See y'all next Thursday night.